0: Check, check, check It is the Honorable Hot Seat House Talk some shit with y'all for a little bit Shout out to the network Shout out to everybody Leopold Jacobs 1983 Lifestyle brand for your upperly mobile business professional And um, Hit the website Buy yourself something nice Buy a stranger something nice By a significant other. The holiday season is coming up. And uh. Thanksgiving. Christmas. New year. So uh. Leopold Jacobs 1983. 1983. Leopold Jacobs 1983. We do have the mailbox. For new and expecting dads. Um. Five hand picked items. Among some other things. Um. And shower a new dad with something, something cool, something exciting, something modern. We do have those available also and a bunch of other stuff. It's hoodie season. We have some new items coming to you guys too. So appreciate everybody that supports Leopold Jacobs 1983. Um, shout out to Ha. He's been holding it down for a long time, creatively, uh, financially, and you know, all these great things um, shout out to my lady she's been holding it down creatively emotionally financially physically you know all them great things um, shout out to my parents and shout out to everybody that have been really really closely closely working with leopold jacobs 1983 all the clients out there appreciate you guys you guys are wonderful um, what else I can talk to you guys about Shout out to After the Appointment Still working on uh, Episode Six Part two Visual and audio So bear with me I am a new dad Shout out to Leo My little man I love him He had his shots on Monday And um, Got a little fussy Little stuffy Little, little light fever but he's a soldier. He's a G, and he's he's he's, he's fine. And what else? It is Thursday, November twenty-first, twenty-nineteen. It's crazy how uh, twenty-twenty is like right around the corner. You got it. Um. So, shout out to all that good stuff. I wanted to talk to you guys About something A conversation I had uh, Somebody else I Brought this to my attention, and, and I thought it was a cool story A little flashback It is Thursday Um So it's 20, 2001 Freshman year Homecoming weekend And um Myself, M. Dobbs, and Nukes, Michael Nukem, and Michael Dobbins, and myself were excited because homecoming weekend in Atlanta at the HBCU is pretty popping. And it was a new thing for us, being freshmen, being new to Atlanta. It was a slew of artists on the, uh, the homecoming concert, Bill. That we were fans of, definitely at that time, and you know, still fans. And it was some new art- artists that was on there that we were just introduced to, being that we were new to Atlanta. If I remember, on that bill, and I'm not, I don't know, it's not order, but I know towards the, I guess the headliners, I, def- I definitely could remember them. However, very interesting back then because Yin Yang Twins was on the bill. New to them. Um, Noriega was on the bill. T.I. was on the bill. Pastor Troy was on the bill. I want to say M.O.P. was on that bill. I want to say. That's a question mark next to M.O.P. Um, I want to say Bobby Valentino was on that bill. I want to say Question mark Trying to think I know the The ones that I'm holding But I want to get Shit Damn Who else was on that bill? Uh, Miss Jade Sands um, Pastor Troy Um, Fuck Who else? I, it was a Southern act. I want to say it was a Southern act. South of the Indian Twins. And past the 20th, yeah. Anyway, that's all I can remember. But it, what we were very, very, very crazy excited about was um, the Diplomats. Dipset was in the building. Cameron, Joel Santana, Jim Jones, Freaky Ziki, and whoever else was in town with them. And it was, um, you know, but performing wise, you know, it was very, the, the, the three, Cam, Joel, Jimmy. The Freaky Zeke was doing this hype man shit on the stage, if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if, I'm, if I recall correctly. Um, so, and they, and surprisingly, they, they weren't the headliners. I want to say Pastor Troy was the fucking headline. No disrespect to Troy, because I'm a fan. And we have a few crazy, funny stories too you can um, if you go back if, and listen to some old episodes of creative content i don't know what number or what title of the episode it was but those past the choice stories are in those uh, episodes so take a treat this holiday season when with the family or by yourself or you know with significant other or with the homies enjoy some food enjoy some uh, libations and uh, listen to uh, creative content. Those old episodes, catch up. Fucking amazing episodes. Um, but um, yeah. So this is—I want to say this is the, the the build up to to the closers. I want to say it was probably like dip the dips diplomat in them. Uh, Ti. And then Pastor Troy, I want to say. If I'm correct. Anyway. We get to the show. I mean, I remember. I'm, let's get, that's let's really, let's, we lived in Austell. Had a nice uh, townhouse out there. And um, so we were living out there. We washed the Camry, the killer cam. You know, for those who know me, I had a Camry, a red Camry, a cranberry Camry with some with some tens. Kept it clean though. Now with some alloys. They were probably like fourteens, fifteens or sixteens or some shit like that on it. A pretty pretty nice car. It was a nice car For for high school, you know, for people now for grown ups. But at the time definitely it was a nice car for uh, uh for a sporty dude myself. Um so brought the cam all the way from Staten Island, New York. We drove that bitch all the way down here so every other week that shit had an issue when we was when we got down here like i would like wash the car all nice I, niggas that know me know that i wash my car like it's my body pause but um so another time washing the car and we had a driveway nice you know so i used to wash it in the front of the crib get it all shot up clean the inside you know or, you know really really go in and um We'll go we'll be able to go somewhere, like say we're going back downtown or um, you know, wherever. That shit would like break down. We'll have to go take it to the get it fixed or figure out what the issue was, get it back running. So this night or this day, it, it was up and running. So we got that motherfucker clean. I mean, I don't know, I mean I don't know why I mean go. But he probably, you know, doing his own thing. But um so um we get the uh, car clean, get our outfits. I remember I had a green flight jacket on, army green. I had an army green do-rag with my, um, I guess my distressed jeans at that time. And I don't know, maybe some uptowns on. Mike Dobbs had a Mets jacket, sports jacket on. The Ewings. Um. And uh, Mike Newcomb had like a gray rock, um jacket on. I think like in uh his uh basket weeds, the leather basket weeds Air Force Ones, the leather, Italian leather shits. Real sneakerheads, know what's up. Um those shits was had leather shoelaces and shits was at that time it was very pricey. And um, you know, if you had a pair of those, you you definitely got looks from people. And shout out to Nukes, because I he used to let me rock them shits. I used to wear them to class and shit. Niggas used to be on my shit. Chick used to be on my shit. Oh my goodness, you're so fly. Niggas used to be like, where'd you get those shit? Trying to fucking, you know, for the most part, act, be fake-like, you know? Anyway. So this is how vivid this day is, because it's, it's just, you know, for me, for me and I think the other dudes, it's a memorable day. It's, it's, a, it's a time, it's one of those days you remember. I don't know if they'll remember it, how in detail or entailed as it is, as far as like outfits and shit, and all this shit, but anyway. So we got fresh, you know, got our smoke, got all, get did whatever we was gonna do, you know. We, I don't think we brought liquor, nah, we, but we had some smoke, we couldn't smoke in, in there. We wasn't doing shit like that. But we got baked prior to, and um went in the went in the shit found our seats um uh, well the, the seats that you know we there weren't designated seats but you, you know first come first uh, you know and you so we don't stands. Figured this is a good t- area to to um watch the show and shit so um we enjoying the show Every this shit is live you know Interestingly, because a lot of these acts were new for us, like Yin Yang Twins, but they rocked the shit. Um, they did their thing. To the window, to the wall. Um, I forgot the other shit they had. Uh, to the window, to the wall. Little John was on that shit. Yeah, I think. To the window, to the wall. Um, whistle while you twerk. They did a bunch of other shit. They did their hits. They rocked that bitch. Nori rocked this shit. He went to a few joints. Um, and whoever went followed. I don't forget the order. However, we were. No, here's the thing. We were on the Yin Yang Twins, right? And this is where the shit gets interesting. We were on the Yin Yang Twins. And it was the Chicago niggas, you know, that was seated behind us. So. We know we we standing up for a show. It's a fucking show. Niggas don't. I don't know if these niggas ever been to a show before, but for the most part, if you had a, I could see if you had a fucking Luther Vandross shit. But if i respectfully, but if I'm at a show, I mean, I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not at a play or a, or a um, an opera where you sit down for the show, or you're at church. You know, you at a concert. Some people sit down and like, and not, like I said, we sat down throughout the show too, because like I said, we was new to some of these acts, and we just felt, you know, all right, we can sit down and waste. I mean, save our energy for the shit that we were really looking forward to, like Nori um, and the dips. So, Yin Yang Twins is on, rocking. We get up for a few, and we sit back down. The Chicago niggas behind us was like Well, oh, time y'all niggas sat down That's the first bullshit comment that was said And we like You know it's crazy? Because actually I told the story on Cradle Content But it's not as detailed One of the past episodes too So you can check that out If you, if you, if you don't want to listen to this one Anyway, I'm going to try to make this one short But it's an interesting conversation So Like I said Yin Yang Twins is rocking. We sit down for a few. Save by energy. Chicago niggas behind us is like Bauchaya niggas sat down. Me, because at that time, I guess I was more of the live wire, and I say this respectfully. I don't mean live wire like I'm just the most gangsta out of the three or whatever. I just think that I was quick to jump at shit before these two other Counterparts, Mike, Dobbs, and Nukes. They jump too. But I think I was jumping before these niggas. And I think now Mike Dobbs will probably jump before myself or Mike Nukes And he definitely was jump, he'll jump. Back then he was jumping. But like I said, he was I'll jump before him. Anyway, so I react and I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Niggas, niggas ain't really Niggas wasn't really You know Too Um Outspoken Or too uh, You know Outspoken after They made that Initial comment So We took it as Whatever You know Maybe Maybe We were in their way So We can't continue Through the night We enjoying ourselves Rocking 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 And um Nori goes on And shit And uh I want to say it was time for the D.I.P.S. to come on. So uh, we get up, enjoy the show. Fucking wowing. Because at that time, if you guys are familiar with the camera on Joel Santana, Jim Jones, the whole diplomats movement around 2001, they were putting out mixtapes like crazy. You know They just Cam just signed to the rock Linking up with Cam And linking up You know They just signed to the rock They were dropping All these mixtapes They was Them niggas was In they bag at that time I mean I'm, They dropped I'm ready I really mean it I mean the first of the month shit They flipped um, About it I mean They were in their Fucking pocket Cam dropped Come home with me They dropped The double shit I mean Oh Juels dropped Um I got his album. Forgot was. The name of it. It had the chess pieces and shit. As the artwork and... And all that album. He had one... You know, he had some joints on that joint. Anyway. But the dips, they were they were at an all-time high. I mean, Cam had everybody rocking pink. He had the, you know... Oh, it's crazy. I remember what Cam had on. Cam had the black and pink uptowns on... Black durag, black jeans, and like a NBA shirt that had like various teams on it. I forget what the rest had on, but I remember that shit, because he had the black and pink joints. And I, I got a pair, those are women's too. I got a pair of those black and pink joints too. I had to, was because he had everybody rocking pink. And it wasn't too like, you know, obnoxious, like how Ken was with the whole pink outfit, you know, the Mona Lisa, the hip hop Mona Lisa. Um, you know the pink hat Pink fur Pink uh, uh, What was that shit at the time Stark I mean uh, yeah, I forgot them, uh, Nextels. Nextel, the next tails Pink next tail Pink range Nah he ain't do it like that I mean what, I wasn't doing it like that But I had the pink I used to rock the black and pink drinks. I remember um, You know subtle 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 You know you rock subtle shit With them With them at that time, Hameen I was, real, you know, was doing his um paint, painted hoodies and painted shirts. So, you know, it was nothing to get a fresh Hameen um, I to go with these, like, these sneakers that were, like, you know, bright or de- different than the norm that were people, you know, the colorways, I would say, back then were very, you know, you know, people rock, weren't jumping out the window with the colorways back then, you know, black, red, blue, shit like that traditional colorways. Now it's all types. Highlight of pink, highlight of this, uh, whatever. Moab. like Kanye, got all these interesting names for his, uh, colors, colorways or whatever for his Yeezy sneakers and all this stuff, etc. Anyway, so I remember that day. Anyway, so the Dips is about to rock. We get up. We jamming. I think the Dips go off and I forget who comes off behind. So we sit down again. And that's when these niggas said Chicago niggas again. Mind you, it was three. It was me, Mike, and Mike Dawes. It was like 75 of these Chicago niggas. Um, So these niggas go, no, Tanya motherfucker!" sat down. Damn, like, really, like, emphasizing this shit, like, so it's go time, you know what I mean? Like, fuck that now. I'm like, fuck these niggas, you know? I get up, like, what the fuck? I jump, I'm like, what, nigga? We had a fucking concert, like, what type of cornbow niggas are y'all? Like who, what, what type of niggas are y'all that are monitoring how niggas sit down or who's sitting down or standing up at a concert? Cause we are somewhat in y'all way or standing, in, not in y'all way, we stand in front of y'all. It's balcony seats, it's a stadium. It's not really hard to, 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 to get a view of what you want to get a view of. If you really want to see whatever. And if y'all niggas wanna sit down, you know, but here's the thing. This is what it was. Chicago niggas. Anyway, let me, I'll get into that. But, so, I jump. I'm like, fuck y'all niggas, whatever. You know what I mean? 75 of these niggas get up. Like, what? I'm a, I'm a smart nigga. You know what I mean? I've made some dumb mistakes in my life. But I know when to, um, or, in this instance i made the right decision to uh, to pick my battles and i let the niggas win and i'm saying i mean here's the thing like i, I when i share this story and i think this is the, the the base of why uh, this the context of this the, the conversation i recently had with somebody but um if it was vice versa Them three niggas michael Hassan and, and M-Dobbs and, or Mike Newcomb and M-Dobbs and Ass or whoever, however you want to, washed. Niggas would have been washed. We would have probably been like, kicked out of school. Moms would have been tight because I got kicked out of college or fucking Molly Whop niggas got a wreck, whatever. But some niggas would have been washed. Or maybe not because we probably would have got at it. We probably would have washed the niggas and it would be that it was 76 niggas we probably would have got away. I, I got out that bitch. And, you know, unscathed and um, you know, washed these niggas. We probably would have missed the fucking ending of the of the um, the show and the let out, the shark session, because you know when the let out come out, oh, it's millions of women. It was 17 to one ratio, women to men. My freshman year in Clark. 17 women to one man. So the let out was ridiculous. Anyway, you know, so anyway, but the if it was then we would have been washed. If it was vice versa. So not saying, not trying to give myself and my brothers kudos or make it sound like we were more gangster than them or whatever. But I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you, we would've washed y'all niggas from Chicago niggas or y'all New York niggas if you was from Chicago or by whatever. We would have washed y'all niggas. Niggas would have been kicked thrown over the fucking, in the fucking, in the f- first down. You know? Put one of y'all, we would've put y'all on the field. I mean, deep on the field. We would've threw y'all on the stage, probably. That's so, how wild we were, growing up. And not gangster, we were just dumb. You know what I mean? You know, we were young. Nobody was gangster, nobody was about like, street life. We played basketball, one of the bad women. That's what we wanted to do. Get fly. Typical shit. To so get fly, be around a bunch of women, and play basketball. And talk shit. The four things. That's what we wanted to do. A facts. I promise you. Every youngster coming up. Some people have different goals, but the majority of us want a, a nice outfit on, want to get, uh, be around women, play basketball or sport or video game and um, talk shit. So, um, we done washed y'all though. But like I said, we didn't get washed, we just backed down, the niggas backed us down. Cause it was 96 of the niggas and we we just was like, yo, y'all got it, all right. You know what I mean? Nothing ever got into, no, no, um, physicality issues ever got, you know, we, we never got into it physically physically with these dudes, um, after. However, my obnoxious ass used to just be extra obnoxious around, around these dudes after that shit. Just trying to bait them. I know that wasn't really, really about it. You know what I mean? It was 98 of these niggas, so. It was 98 dollars now? It's easy to try to intimidate three dudes. So I used to like walk through them. They used to be like chilling on the campus. I used to just like walk through these niggas. Or I used to just like, I was a bogey head. So I used to probably like smoke my bogeys like right next to these dudes. Just doing wild obnoxious shit. Being extra, you know, obnoxious. Nobody ever said anything. You know, even on the basketball court, some niggas used to play bars, used to be extra, talk shit. Niggas never did anything, so that's how I, t- I checked their temperature. I knew that it wasn't nothing about them because, like I said, once again, if I was the one walking through these niggas, smoking they, smoking bogeys around them, blowing cigarettes, smoking a area, and just walking through they, like deliberately walking through them, like walking through they when they like when you're Clicked up or crew, when you with your crew chilling on the strip, I would have got washed. But I just knew that they, you know, niggas, you know, niggas is a lot of talk. Yeah, you know. So when you provide action to what you can tell a lot of people aren't really what they're about. And that's how I te- check temperature. You know what I mean? I may not, niggas may talk shit, all yell, and, you know, niggas ain't putting hands on me or whatever and I might not say shit I might just sit there I'll take it I'll listen to it I'll observe but through all of that I'm observing I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm um, making sure that I'm proactive in this whole thing I'm thinking seven steps ahead while people may talk shit in these in the areas that you know I'm not I haven't had issues with people like that I don't want to make it seem like I'm just like, you know, drama or, I, you know, I had all these spats with people. Nah, but dude, I'm 36 years old. And I've lived in um, in areas that are, um, you know, I've been in places. My school in itself was in the hood. Smack Dead, Bond City. Do the math, you know, Vaughn City. Um, in the Bluff. Phyllis Seymour Hoffman, the actor, copping from the bluff. You know what I mean? You can take the bluff all the way to Texas. All the way to fucking. You know, you can you know, you can get on the highway from the from the bluff and take that shit all the way to Texas. Take all the and, and trap. Do the trap. You can take that shit around and do the math. Anyway. Um, another thing. Um, what was the joint? The parody joint. Damn. Snow on a bluff. Yep. So, you, so watch that. Snow on a bluff, or go on your Googles and and do your, do your research. So um, you know. Shoes sure in the hood. Wasn't a walk in a park anywhere that I've been in my life. I live in a good area now, and I've, I've lived in good areas throughout my life. But I've been in some places. And sometimes I really thought about if I was ever going to make it out. of Sometimes of like these environments or situations. Sometimes club nights. Um. So with this situation on hand that I'm talking about, it's one of those situations that you stand up for yourself and you just be a man. Take an ass with you, take an ass with you. You win, you win. Simple. So in this situation, after I was being obnoxious, I wanted to check these guys temperature. I wanted to stay on my ground and let him know that y'all niggas had 400 people with y'all that day, but I'm by myself walking through y'all. You know, because Mike went to Clark, but he stopped going after sophomore year. No, stopped, stopped going after the second semester of sophomore year. And Newcomb didn't go to Clark. He was going to go to Clark and play ball for Clark, but. A new coach came with a new regime. And when that happens, sometimes it's hard for uh, for an athlete. You know what I mean? Even if you're nice, dead nice. Newcomb was nice. Everybody on that Clark campus that was um, that we played against knew that, and that nigga was nice. And I don't want this nigga to, to take my spot if he gets picked or he gets on his team. Because he was definitely taking that point guard spot or that shooting guard spot. Small forward spot, whatever. Definitely without a hand. Without without a doubt. Um, but anyway. So we used to play ball against all these niggas. You know, we establishing our territory. These niggas ain't doing shit. Ain't about shit. So that's a conversation I wanted to share with y'all. Shout out to the homie that we had this brief conversation with. Just brought it to my light. And I guess I'm gonna start sharing fucking stories. Like this, or similar. It's 30 minute Mark, talk to you a little bit more. Another night leaving San Francisco, heading to the crib. Um, but I would say, those Chicago dudes were just being territorial because freshman year, everybody was territorial. You know, everybody was trying to, you know, oh, I'm from here. Where I'm from is popping. Even if you was from like a rinky-dink area, or even if you was from an area, you know, like a like you know New York, like my, like myself, you know what I mean. Even though I was from New York, I was from Staten Island, so I had a lot more to prove. or oh, not really prove, because I gave a fuck. But for everybody else, you know, Staten Islanders, you know, we still like forgotten, you know. Forgotten borough, we lost borough, whatever you want to call it. And out here, we were like that. It was only a few of us that was from Staten Island that went to school. I think it was a homegirl and a dude, Will, Will he, went, he was from St. Peter's and he wasn't from the island. Excuse me, he just went to school on Staten Island at St. Peter's. And eventually, you know, the numbers grew eventually after that, you know, with popularity. Uh, Drumline brought more awareness to, to my school. I brought more attention for Staten Islanders to my school. Um, For people from Staten Island or people from New York that I've, you know, came in contact with. Um, That's a fact. Um, But, um, so it was territorial at that time, everybody, you know? Like I was, you know, so many people from New York, Harlem, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, Philly, You know, the Carolinas, you know, Baltimore, Delaware, Maryland, uh, you know, Virginia, heavy. Heavy people from Philly, heavy people from Virginia, heavy people from North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama. Texas was heavy. Um, California was heavy. Um... I, forget. I don't want to be, I don't forget no other areas. Let me see before I... Texas, yeah, Texas, Um, Cali, New York, Philly, make sure I'm touching all the bases that were record heavy, but these places were heavy out here, Chicago, my bad, <laughs> uh, that wasn't, <laughs> no, no, respectfully, no pun intended, and In Detroit, my bad, Detroit, Yes, heavy. But uh, it's crazy because I eventually became mad cool with, with Chicago, dudes from Chicago, ladies from Chicago. People I worked with at the outfit, Jonesilla, Zilla, Chicago, Illinois, Chicago. And I think uh, Quinn, she was from Chicago. And I became cool, cool with um, dudes from Baltimore and Philly. I would say Baltimore, Philly, and Chicago. It's weird that in my time in Atlanta, some coolest people that I really, I mean, these are my brothers Stack, Will, um, Galley, Bird, John, in the bat. Ah. Word. Shout out to y'all, yo. Millie. He was from Harlem, yo. Millie, yo. He was from Harlem, yo. And everybody else that came to that studio. The outfit. T- platinum T, he was from, like, I want to say, like, one of the Carolinas or Alabama. I want to say. Um. Shout out to everybody that walked through that studio. From everybody. The hits that were made in that studio. The, the producers that came out of that studio that worked in that. I want to say Grand Hustle bought the studio now. Uh, so, shout out to the outfit. Shout out to everybody I met with that. Shout out to my Chicago niggas, man. my Philly niggas, my Baltimore niggas. Uh, what else? But yeah, that was very territorial too. Territorial. So, everybody, I think that, that, that really was the fuel that carried that whole ego trip for these niggas that was what they was all sucking in your dick thinking they was so cool um, so shout out to that Chicago story shout out to the homecoming week that year 2001 it was incredible It was amazing Try to think of every anything else I want to share with them, that whole conversation before I wrap it up. Oh shit got ugly on um, ESPN. What was it first take? Between Stephen A. Smith and T- Terrell Owens. Niggas is talking about I'm still in the streets. I'm in these streets. Anyway, nigga, a lot of people gave Stephen A. Smith flack for his comments about Kaepernick saying that, you know, he basically wild out, you know, changing everything. But um, I just, I don't know. You know, like I, you know, I'm indifferent. Well, I'll just stand in the, you know, I'll, I'll play that complete the fifth card for right now. But Stephen A. Smith said, said what he said. A lot of people gave him flack. Terrell Owens definitely voiced his opinion. He was on a show. He said that Max Kellerman acts more, deals with more black, or shows more blackness than uh, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith wasn't having it. He checked him. He was like, "I'm checking you right now." You know, his his, his response was dope. You know, you know, I'm not saying that has anything to do with my stance on the whole matter but I dig his response you know I think Max Dickard Paul's got when you know with off that he definitely he probably was like yeah he probably went home and shit he was like yeah he was saying my black card is up so I uh, thought that was interesting today what else Yes, that's it. I see Haas. Throwback Thursday story for you. Mountain East these streets. Stay tuned for, you know, what's going on. Hit the website, Leopold Jacobs 1983. Buy yourself something nice. You can also donate. take my cash app. If you need that, those items, let me know. Out here socially, at Hassan underscore at Hot Seat Haas at Leopold Jacobs 1983. Um, we out here, the honorable Hot Seat Haas. 38 minutes talking to you out to you guys, and um, it's been cool. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are on Anchor, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on SoundCloud, Um, so check us out. Peace, peace.